I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. On September 8th, the House Committee on Transportation, Chairman Terry Canales, met at the Brownsville campus of UTRGV. Here's Brownsville Interim City Manager Helen Ramirez. I'm excited that the city of Brownsville and UTRGV have been able to host this most important event uh, to us, transportation. We are writing our first mobility transportation plan that includes space. And so the fact that they're here and talking about transportation, how can we improve it? We have a great momentum here um, with the Port of Brownsville, um, with our rail, with our trails, with space. Um, with highways, so really that international focus and that border focus is considered and um, we're just happy that they're here with us today to really reaffirm and reinforce the momentum we have and how the economy is growing quickly and how the connectivity, international connectivity and network connectivity with regard to transportation is one of our main priorities. According to Transportation Committee Chairman Terry Canales, the state of Texas underfunds Highways. From a Texas infrastructure standpoint, uh, there's a, a very reliable studies that show that Texas underfunds uh, transportation to the tune of seven billion dollars annually. Now, Texas has 200,000 lane miles of the of highways that it owns and maintains, uh, and it has to preserve and maintain that. So, over over 60 percent of the budget that is for that is allocated to TxDOT for highways is spent on maintaining and preserving the existing lane miles, leaving a small amount for, for, for new projects. But every time you add a new project into the system, the amount of preservation and maintenance goes up. And so we've already reached a tipping point where we're almost not able to build new projects because we can't afford to maintain and preserve the existing lane miles we have. So unless we find ways to actually fund um, the transportation system in Texas based on vehicle lane miles traveled, Texas is in a dark place. Commercial traffic, so commercial 18-wheelers, they, they consume the road at 10,000 times the rate of a regular passenger vehicle. And so uh, when we're talking about preserving and maintaining the roads, you have to see who's consuming the most pavement and are they paying their fair share. And if they're not paying their fair share, then Texas is subsidizing me and you. And so that 18-wheeler that brought that apple to the store for you, you're, paying, you're not paying what you should have paid for that apple, which means that the state of Texas, that's why we're in this $7 billion a year deficit for transportation. How close are we to a autonomous vehicles. Very close. Extremely close. They're already running in different areas of the United States. Completely autonomous. According to Brownsville Port Director Eddie Campirano, seaports face a unique situation when it comes to transportation funding. The actual infrastructure needs of a port start inside the gate. You know, I made the comment, cargo doesn't start at the gate. It starts at the dock. Campirano says that the various transportation elements are very integrated. What did you glean from this event? I hope what everybody gleaned is how integrated the various elements are. You know, trucking is critical to ports. You know, we're not enemies. And, you know, and there's issues with being able to support the supply chain when a part is not working correctly. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is I'm certainly encouraged by the chairman's comments, especially as it regards to funding ports. You know, you, you fund, in the transportation sector, you, you fund highways, you fund rail, you fund airplanes, all very specific funding and, and various, you know, uh, uh, dedicated monies. 
Ports are part of the transportation piece, but get no support whatsoever. And then again, the other issue is that, you know, the cargo actually starts at the dock. It doesn't start at the gate. It doesn't do a port like me any good that there's all this transportation money to build roads getting to ports. You know, we need to address the other needs of ports, which is infrastructure inside the port. How do you unload cargo? All of those things are part of that supply chain that are necessary if you're going to have an efficient system. Can you explain inside the gate and outside the yeah. gate? Inside the gate means that infrastructure in the port does not begin at the last mile. In other words, it doesn't begin at the entrance to the port. The entrance to the port might be fine. You can build a road to the entrance, but the actual infrastructure needs of the port start inside the gate. You know, I made the comment, cargo doesn't start at the gate. It starts at the dock. You, you know, dock improvements, uh, equipment to load and unload vessels, you know, all of those are challenges that ports face because there isn't anything cheap in a port. You know, we can't get away with building a dock for a million dollars. You know, it's a $30 million job. Repairs, channel deepening, all of those issues fall on ports. And, you know, to find some support to be able to deal with those issues and be able to repair equipment, build equipment, keep up with demands, doesn't start where the road connects to the gate at the port. The Transportation Committee addressed the ability of the state seaports to promote economic growth, diversification, and commerce. Some of the other issues discussed included autonomous trucking, supply chain issues, and the potential shortage of drivers. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.